Hey, what's going on, uh, church? This is Chad here. Uh, welcome to the uh, Zoe LA podcast. Hey, this is the first time that we've ever done this where we're going to do an interview. I'm joined today. We're live in Sydney, Australia. I have two of my closest friends that I just think the world of. I'm joined today by none other than Peter and Laura Toggs. Welcome to the studio <laughs> club. I, We're giving ourselves a clap I, I right like now. that. I like that. Shows confidence. Um, Absolutely. We, hey guys, thanks for doing this. We've never done this as a church. It's something that we're going to start uh, to do, where we can have conversations uh, with some of our friends yeah. in the ministry. I consider you guys to be my friends. Absolutely. Likewise. The Close. the reality is we're friends because we follow each other on social media. We yeah. do. And in particular, Snapchat. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that to me is a sign of friendship. <laughs> I absolutely agrees. If you are um, social media friends, you're, you're real friends. You're real friends. So, and I feel I like, although I have to say, if you have the like um, option to chat, yeah. like the direct message chat yeah. on Snapchat, then you're real friends. I don't know if we've got that chat. We wait. <laughs> Oh gosh, this is this conversation is now turning bad. Let's let's go back to Jesus. Um, we're changing that after this. Um, um, but uh, you know, you guys um, obviously are just amazing individuals. Amazing what God is doing through you. We're here in Sydney, Australia, Hillsong Church. You guys are um, the youth pastors of the global movement Hillsong Church. And uh, tell me a little bit. Tell us a little bit about how that came to be. Uh, you guys have been leading Hillsong Young and Free for how many years now? Um, Three or four years? Yeah, we've been, so we came out of being mm. in the youth ministry ourselves, mm. so as students, to being um, RDG leaders, which is just connect group leaders. Right. RDG stands for Radical Discipleship Groups, right. which of course was named in the 80s, I think. <laughs> um, and so we became RDG leaders and then tribal leaders, which means that we were leaders of leaders. And then. And it had became... something to do with the 12 tribes of Judah. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's total biblical yeah. there's total, basis yeah. for this. Always. always. And, then, and then we became youth pastors over one age group at one campus. And then, um, and then, uh, you know, there was a transition, and we found out that we were becoming the youth pastors over the global movement of of our youth ministry. Um, and the way we found out, the was way we awesome. found out was along with everybody else. So we were at um, a heart and soul night, which is the equivalent of like a vision night. Right. And my dad, who is Pastor Brian Houston. Um, is, Shout um, out the big eagle. <laughs> Wait, was that a name drop? Chat, stop. It's it just was. It's making it about Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, um, but he. So he was. Yeah, he was announcing the changes, and then he announced that the current youth pastor was moving, and um, and he was like, okay, so Peter and Laura are now gonna lead the youth ministry, and that was probably about yeah. four years ago. To which the like the the live cameras that you have at church, yeah, like just focused in on us with a stunned. <laughs> Yeah, we were shocked. We Look, no and everyone, like, you could hear our friends just laughing because, yeah. like, you know, we had no idea. So everyone's like, woo, you know, clapping, yeah. which I was glad about. But then yeah. I was also like, what in the world just happened? Our life changed. Amazing. So, yeah. Now tell me, so that happens about three or four years ago. How soon do you get the name Hillsong Young and Free? Was that immediate? What was the transition of that? Well, we felt like, um, we felt like what our youth ministry needed was, and 
identity. Mm. And I think everybody's, well, most people have heard of Hillsong United, mm. which was um, the worship that came out of our youth ministry. Right. And then it kind of evolved past our youth ministry. Joel and the, the other guys had kind of grown up. They were beginning yeah. to have families and so on. And they actually hadn't been a part of our youth ministry for a long time. And what we felt like, um, at the time was that there was a little bit of an identity crisis in our, right. in our youth ministry where we kind of felt attached to United but kind of knew that mm. we felt like God was doing a new thing. Mm. And so um, so I remember it was at one of our summer camps um, and Judah Smith actually was at that camp. He was preaching. He had a word over us and mm. our youth ministry exactly that. God is doing a new thing. And I mm. felt in that moment, and Pete did as well, like God dropped into our spirits that um, the whole message of young and free. And at the time as well, um, we just felt like our youth were in a season where there was a lot of depression and, mm. and I hated that. And I'm like, right. I actually want to, I want to declare like a statement Amazing. of freedom over our youth ministry. And not so much like depression, like our youth ministry was depressing, but it was more no. like you'd walk out of our youth meetings with almost like more problems because all we talk about is brokenness. Right. But then you know, you know those uh, testimonies where it's like I got saved. I was on the, you know, I was on drugs. I was yeah, in the yeah. gutter, and and then my life got saved. And it's like, whoa! The best part is that you got saved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus died, and He rose again. So we wanted to bring that side yeah. to the message. So. And I think so. We were very intentional about of like you know this message, young and free, but then also bringing like a sense of joy mm. to our youth ministry, and that's really where the sound came from wow. informing like a new um, movement of worship as well. So. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Mm. So um, in in the last three, four years, you guys have seen unbelievable, I mean across the globe, unprecedented stuff. What's been some of your funnest memories outside of Sydney because the reality is you guys aren't just being used here locally but God's giving you a platform out I know Peter we, we get to hang out like in different cities what are some of your favorite places to go what are your, some of your favorite places to, oh, to eat okay. maybe some food right? Right. Maybe some restaurants maybe yeah. I, I'm not sure uh, this is the honest truth I'm not saying this because you're here I, I reckon my favorite spots is when wherever you are Chad <laughs> yeah. wherever Chad is or any of the boys are Rich or Chris or that because that's just always fun yeah and uh, because I think there's a part of like traveling where you you love it and you love going and hitting the spots and that but there's nothing like hitting the spots with your friends yeah, yeah. so that's what I'm all about so I wouldn't have a clue where I've you know what we've got to be together in Chicago Chicago we've got to be in Georgia Georgia Los LA. Angeles yeah man and I think so, Texas we've been together in, we Texas. in Texas together were we and we're in South Africa together South Africa but we saw each other for like one minute yeah that was yeah, the yeah, best yeah minute of my life it was the best. <laughs> Gosh, it changed me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, all that to say, there's so many places. Uh, I mean, you could probably tell us. I feel like when we're with our team, the first thing that we, we do when we touch down in LA, the first place that we go to is in and out Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, right, yeah, what do you order? What's your order? in and out I get the just the single like cheese. Cheeseburger. Yeah. You know but what I, best? I do like, I, I'm sorry, I wish I knew, but that like the gravy thing that you put oh, on yeah, the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what on is the that? Animal style. Fries, animal, animal style. Fries. Okay, nothing yeah. beats the protein burger. 
Ooh, so lettuce. Yeah. Go lettuce. It's like a healthy guy. Yeah, the beef in the lettuce. Yes. We didn't have that in Australia, so it's a pretty good burger. It's unbelievable because it's like almost guilt free. But you know, no. there's this new place that people are saying in LA. It's called Shake Shack. Oh, it originated yes. in New York. New York. It's in LA now. They're saying it's better than in and out. It's blasphemous. <laughs> Don't believe it. it's a false spirit. It's the Antichrist. <laughs> no, but honestly, it's it's quite amazing. Um, you know, here you guys are youth pastors locally, and yet God's given you the grace to be used, you know, all around the world. Talk about that. How does that, um, you know, how do you give yourself to so much, you know, the capacity of that? Maybe if you can speak to people out there that are going like, man, I'm, I'm doing this and I feel like it's a lot and, and I, I feel like even more is coming on my plate. How do you personally, you guys, you guys have kids, yeah. you guys have family, you, you got a big responsibility. How do you guys... Um, juggle it all you know not trying to find balance because I, I th- you know that's not what we're after but yeah. how do you make your world happen what are some things you guys do yeah I feel like that's an ever ongoing thing for us with you know juggling if that's the if, if that's the term but right. I, I think what we've learned to do is on this journey is just take your kids on the journey and that's what we've kind of always you know wanted to do with our lives is it's not like church time then it's kids time and right. it's marriage time I think it's just one big thing yep. that we're just going to go on the journey you yeah. know and even here at church today you know our kids do all the services but it's, it's so fun for them because Amazing. I think part of what we do is we want we want them to know hey church is fun it yeah. is, is it, it's it's vibrant it's it's awesome to be around your friends and yeah. I don't I don't want to ever get my kids and look I'm sounding like I'm a know-it-all parent if no, there's parents amazing. out there you could teach me but, uh, <laughs> um, but I think what I am learning yeah. is to just take your kids on the journey yeah. and whatever we're a part of like on Friday night it's late night for us because yeah. it's youth and uh, but our, our kids are there as well and they're yeah. up till 10 a.m. Oh, 10 a.m. Probably 10 a.m. but <laughs> right. they're up till 10 or 11 yeah. but I think also it's understanding you know if you're going to be in this for the long run, then I would love to be in this for the long run. Yeah. I think you've got to keep increasing and developing your capacity. Yep. And you've got to keep living at this place of stretch. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I think they bail on they bail on the pain. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, you've got to constantly live your life at this, not uncomfortable to the point of you can't handle it, but right. uncomfortable to the point of stretching, not snapping, yep. but stretching. Wow. And I think you've just got to, you know, you have, if you ever go to the gym, if you ever go anywhere, yeah. and I know you do gym. I, 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 I went to the gym yeah. last year. <laughs> yeah. I love that place. <laughs> I can tell. I'm going to go back soon. Absolutely. <laughs> you, you, and you, you lift all day. And, yeah. um, <laughs> but you go to the gym and trainers, nutritionists will tell you, it. Uh, you build muscle in the extra rep. You build yeah. muscle in the extra mile. Wow. And, and I think that's how we've got to live our lives in ministry. Amazing. Keep living in that extra, extra bit. But don't, you know, bring your family on the journey with it. And yeah. I think we've just always made a decision to just live at that constant stretch not snap but just stretching where it allows us to do what we do I guess and I think as well when you know that you're called Mm -hmm. to this you're called to do what you do it's just like that's it you know like you just you do life because you know that God has called you for such a time as this and I think the way that I've been brought up and the way that we want to raise our kids is 
it's not just Pete's calling or not just my calling, but it's our family's calling mm. and we're in this together. Yeah. And then I think just understanding the ebbs and flows of life. Yeah. Like, you know, we talk about the juggle, but it's sometimes I just feel like it's like a, a season, a couple of weeks or a few weeks that are really intense and then you relax mm. and you just have to adjust to the yep. seasons. And I think that's actually when the balance comes in because I used to live like trying to do like 50% here and 50% there and it just yeah. doesn't work. No, yeah. never but, does. But now I, I kind of understand, I just make the moments count. Yeah. And with us, you know, wherever we are, we just try to give whatever we're doing at that moment, Love at it. that time, 100%. That's it. And and whether that's, you know, on a platform or hanging out with people or just chilling at home, mm. we're really good at just, you know, last night I was saying to you before, last yeah. night we were in bed by 8 p.m., you <laughs> yeah. know? No I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> I was out for the count. That's that parent life right there. Yeah. <laughs> but the best thing is when, like, you guys come over and you guys want to party all night. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's 7.30, I'm so tired. And you're now like, when, Now, when, yeah. to clarify, listeners, when Pete says party, he means prayer party. Oh. We want to pray. Pray in Pray. the spirit. I'm kidding. <laughs> we want to party all night. Yeah, it, it, I think what you're saying is so true. You know, Judah says something that for Julie and I, we take to heart. And he always said, you know, what we do, we do together. And our kids are with us. Our mm. kids just are on the journey. And yeah. that's how I was raised, the same yeah. as you. And yeah. I think the reason why I'm still in the ministry is because I... I I was I saw a model wow. that was sustainable. Right. Just, we're just gonna do this. That's it. It's life. It's not yeah. like cookie cutter. It's not yeah. like hours here and there. It's just yeah. it's part of our life. I love that. Yeah, and I, I think something you know, now that you say Judah, something that you know he really spoke to me about, and something that I think we've discovered on this journey is, you know, there's so many opportunities that come with the I guess the platform we've been given, and that's. I mean, I love it. It's great. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to let opportunity grab the steering wheels of our life. I'm it's not going to let, you know, whether it's ministry opportunities or whether it's friendship opportunities, whatever it is, yeah. I think it's so important to not let life grab the steering wheel. Yeah. I think Laura and I have made a decision recently anyway to go, oh. you know what? We're, we're, this is our marriage. This wow. is our family. Amazing. This is our career. This is our ministry. So we're going to hold the handles of this. Yep. And I think as an onlooker, sometimes I think people can let ministry grab the steering wheel. Yep. And everything's dictated around, yep. you know, I think it's it, there's so much more to it. Absolutely. I think it's, I don't think it has a particular order. Marriage first. This. I think it's just one big yep. thing yeah. that you just... Yeah. yeah. And, and, and don't you think, I, Julia and I, we, we say this a lot, our no, we just kind of embrace this thought, our no is more, impo- more important and more powerful than our yes. Mm. So what we say no to is actually yeah. really defining our values yeah. and what we're about. Yeah. And so we, we say no more than we say yes now. Yeah, yeah. You have to. Be, you have to, to, to have sanity. So I love true. that. Yeah. Hey, I, I want to ask you, Laura, so we were talking about this earlier, but for those of you that don't know, Laura is a prolific singer, prolific yes. songwriter, and my favorite song on the new Young and Free Revival <laughs> album is, I came to find out today, your song. Now, I knew that you sang it, but Face to Face, I just think, is unbelievable. Tell me a little bit about the background of that song, the genesis yeah. of it. Okay, so thank you, by the way. I love that song. Um, if you want to do that, here I yeah. am, I'm reaching out. I don't know. <laughs> Great job. Um, so, 
My friend and I, Hannah Hobbs, um, amazing songwriter as well, good friend. She's um, incredible. We got together and um, yeah, and we kind of came up with that with that melody. And I um, just sung out like um, I remember. I remember when I called your name. And um, I think it says in Hebrews, like, call into remembrance the day of your yep. salvation. And what I've come to realize is that our salvation is a process, and it's a process that we are living by day by day. And so that kind of, you know, started the thought of, like, kind of journeying, like, this process of salvation that's really personal to me. So I remember when I called your name was the moment of salvation. Like, wow. that for me, that was when, um, when I was a teenager, mm. and I really genuinely cried out to Jesus and um and then I remember when I learned to pray just learning how to like have a conversation with God um to you know remembering the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross and kind of that third verse is about communion to understanding our calling and so on and then right up until the day that you know we we go to heaven and we see Jesus face to face and um yeah so the song is just like a, a sort of like a, a process but um we we took it to um, one of the producers, um, Michael Fatkin, and he just made it come alive. And the, I don't know, my favorite part of the song is actually the music. I think the it just. The music is amazing. Yeah, it's just, it's, I don't know, it's really special. So I'm glad you like it. I love it. the whole thing. I love the lyrics. <laughs> I love the music. Yeah. When I listen to it, my first thought is always, when are we writing together? The three of us. Yeah. I, mean. <laughs> I feel Sorry. like if I can get some bars, I know you did Lecrae last yeah. time. <laughs> I feel like I could be a good candidate next time. Pete, on the drums. Absolutely. I've been wanting to wake up the dream. On the kit again. Every no, time I hear that song, the first thing I think of is, I remember when I first met Laura. <laughs> right. Yeah. I remember that day. Like, I remember yesterday. <laughs> you were in that pink sweater. Yeah. I want to see you face Yeah. Face. When you used to wear Hollister. Yeah, I love it. No, it's amazing. It's amazing. I love that song. I love what you guys are doing. Um, hey, I want to talk three things. Yeah. Um, first one is, when you come to America, who do you root for as important? for listeners who do you root for NBA and who do you root for NFL oh NBA okay. is yep basketball yeah oh, I, I thought you were telling me no I no, no. You, you know you don't <laughs> well NBA is uh, yeah, basketball yeah. Um, okay NBA LA Clippers Okay. Reason being, I feel like I bonded with them when I got really good seats. Yeah, and, that's going to be a bonding Blake moment. Griffin was just there, man, yeah. in my face. Yeah. And so I felt like a bond with it. NFL, okay. look, I was a Seattle Seahawks bandwagon fan. Yeah. But then, since then, one of our good friends has gone, like he'd be Jared Hayne. Jared Hayne. Yeah. He'd be one of the first Australians to Amazing. go and crack the NFL over there. So 49ers until now Jared moves. Is he still with the 49ers? Yes, he is. Now that I'll never forget that Monday night football game, his first game in oh. the NFL, <laughs> those two kickoff returns. Oh. But who cares about what happened? Just it was his History. It was history. That's Here's right. this guy that crushed yeah. rugby. Yeah. And now he's in it was unprecedented. Uh, unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. And, and what I notice about Jared, when I look at him physically, he resembles me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, I feel like I'm watching myself out there. It's kind of bizarre. <laughs> so, two more things. So let's go to two audiences. Okay. Again, thanks for listening to the podcast. We love you guys. We're kind of doing something different this week. It's not a message, but it is a 
inspiring conversation. Yeah. My God, I'm, I'm learning. Um, no, but I, I think maybe speak to listeners out there, to audiences. Let's speak first to anybody that's kind of a young person that's going, I want to be used by God. And I got this calling or God dream. You know, I feel like we've got a lot of listeners out there going like, man, I, w- I really want God to do something significant in my life. Maybe we can start with you, Pete. You know, maybe you never envisioned all that you're walking in, mm-hmm. how did you get here? Like, what yeah. were the steps wow. that you took to come here? And did you ever see this coming? No, I definitely never saw this coming. I didn't um, set out in youth ministry. I, I wasn't one of those people that looked at the youth pastor and said, I want to be a youth pastor. Wow, I want to do that one day. If anything, I think I ever, I only ever ran from the call of God on my life. Mm-hmm. And I was happy to work out there in the secular world, in the business world, or whatever it was. And, uh, but uh, I think something that just arrested me is um, I just said yes to just the next thing. Yeah. You know, I just said you know yes to whether it was leading, you know, a few kids, picking them up on a Friday night, bringing them youth, wow. leading them in a Bible study. I said yes to that. Then I was I was asked to lead leaders that were doing the job I was doing, which was picking up kids and that, and leading those leaders. I just said yes to that. Then. I said yes to becoming the senior high school age group pastor of church, said yes. So everything's just been a progression of yes, and that's why I guess I find myself sitting here and doing what we're doing. But um, I also think, particularly uh, with young people today, we live in such an instant snap globe microwave generation where it's like... I want that, so I want it now. I want it because you know you can instantly upload a, a picture today. But we've got to remember there was a time in history where you had to go, take your photos down, right, to go through a development process. And you, I mean, only a few of us would remember this. <laughs> but you had to actually take your photos to to the Photoshop or whatever yeah. they called it, to which the photos would be left with that shop for about few days then you'd come back and you'd pick up your right. photos and then maybe you'd get the, the photo you were looking for wow. and I just think if we're not careful with this generation that you and I are a part of mm. we'll want everything we want the dream quickly but God wants to take us through a process yeah. and this one's for free you can't have progress without the process oh process. that's podcast worthy right there <laughs> I'll say that again I don't want to sound all quoting no no I love that thought though say it again well, please you can't have progress without the process. That's amazing. Yeah. So many of us want progress in life. Yes. We want the dream. We want, you know, you know, the big American or Australian dream. Right. I think God's saying, no, I'm going to take you through the process. And I'll wow. say this to finish, is David was anointed as king in, in front of his brothers. He had that chosen moment. He's mm-hmm. the chosen one where he was anointed. But it wasn't till 15 or 20 years wow. till... David became king. Do you know where David went straight after he was chosen? Do you know where he went straight after Samuel anointed him with that oil in front of all his brothers and in front of Jesse, his father? He went straight back back to looking after the sheep, the pen. And I think so many of us miss that. We go, God's chosen me. I've had this encounter moment. Oh my gosh, I'm the chosen one. And God's saying, cool, go back to your high school. Wow. Go back to your workplace and start to walk out the process I'm about to. Yes, you are the king. God sees a king inside every single one of us. Wow. But we have have to be willing to go through the process of time and I think so much of the Bible reveals process before the progress That's not amazing. to say God's going to take his time and everything right but I think we've got to develop ourselves yep. in order to live out the life God's called us Man, to. Man, that so, is amazing. That yeah. is so well said. That is, yeah. and, and that's just it. I think, you know, we, we see this all over the world where there's a lot of people that are that are called and have gifts and talents, but to have that patience, that, that's the real yeah. test. Yeah. The, the, the real test is when a God dream comes, 
or God vision usually takes a long time Absolutely. before it comes to pass. Yeah. And I just look at someone like you, and I, I see you as mm-hmm. inspirational. Here, here you are, kid, just picking up kids for youth, mm-hmm. and now God's using all over the world. And, and, and the fact that you just kept showing up yep. and kept saying yes, that's it. and that is the way uh, that you get elevated in this Absolutely. kingdom. And I, I don't think you have to strive for it or go, where's my next opportunity? I think just stick to what is in your hand, Amazing. whether that's a Bible study group right now or whether that's maybe you're a teacher in a high school or maybe, mm. I don't know, maybe you just work a job right now where it's like, man, how, I don't want to do this job for the rest of my life. Well, yeah. That is the place right now where God's called you to. Yeah. Keep being diligent with that and watch what happens. Right. And um, it's yeah. amazing. And don't don't you think for all of us, like I never I never saw this coming. Yeah. I never asked for it. That's it. I, I, I not one time did I ever ask God if I could preach right. or that I could travel. When yeah. I started to travel, I was like. They want me to come do what? <laughs> yeah. Like I was shocked, right? Yeah. And I think it just speaks to exactly what you're saying. Like just keep saying yes. Yeah. Keep yeah. keep showing up. I love your answer. Laura, if you can, I think the second group, I think that'd be awesome if you could speak to. I think, you know, any parent that's listening, you guys deal with parents every mm-hmm. single week. Yeah. I think that, you know, raising a kid today, a teenager. You know, we all we have kids. Us, us yep. three. Julia's not here, um, <laughs> but we have children. What, what, what would you say to a parent that's raising a, a, a teenager today? Yeah. Um, well, I would just say, just love them mm. <laughs> with right. everything that you have. Um, I think. I mean, I don't have, I don't have teenagers, yeah. but I just know for for my children, Willow's five and Jack is two. I am just so um, overwhelmed with love for them, and what mm. I've come to realize is that my love goes way beyond feelings and emotions. But it's become like this deep conviction that is within me. Mm. And actually, I'm like I was thinking about this recently. I was getting my hair done and I began to talk to um, the guy who was doing my hair and he was telling me his story he was from England and he came to Sydney and he was telling me how much he missed his mum and I kind of felt compelled in the moment to ask about his dad and he got really uncomfortable and then he started to kind of tell me a little bit how his dad had rejected him because of the, the lifestyle that he'd chosen and so on and it broke my heart and I just I just kind of welled up with this kind of passion for my children like mm. I have this deep conviction no matter what I am going to love my children Amazing. and um, I remember for me my parents they have done that for us They've allowed us to just walk our own journey and mm-hmm. um, figure out even, you know, our calling um, and our relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. They've allowed us the space to figure that out for ourselves. And I'm so grateful for that because I know that if I had been forced or like, you know, like, I don't yeah. know, I just, I just don't know that I would be here. Mm-hmm. But allowing that, that space, allowing me to figure it out for myself, I think is the reason that I'm here. Wow. And, um, and because I didn't have like a like a crazy like one off encounter moment that completely right. changed my right. life. Um, for me, my salvation, like I said before, was a process mm. of many, many, many years, and it wasn't based off feelings and emotions. And you know, the clouds didn't open up, and I didn't hear the audible voice mm. of God. But in the process of just staying, and um, I always talk from John 15, where mm. it's you know Jesus describes himself as the vine. He says. Yeah. I am vine, you are the branches. He who remains in me and I in him will 
will bear much fruit for without me you can do nothing and so I just had this kind of revelation just to stay and in the in that process of just staying no matter how I felt or no matter what was going on um, in my doubts or whatever um, like I did encounter Jesus and the love of Jesus for myself Wow! and I'm grateful for my parents mm. that they were patient yeah <laughs> they were right. patient with me that's amazing and they were patient with my brothers wow. in their journey as well and so I would just say to parents just one love unconditionally yeah. and and be patient and um and yeah that's amazing. Yeah, and I don't know if you, you probably get this. I mean, you know, first of all, your parents are just, in my opinion, some of the greatest people and parents, you know, that I know. And I get, we get this. My my little sister became a senior pastor this year, her and her husband. My little brother this last year took on a church. So all three of us kids, like you three kids, right. are in the ministry. And so my parents often get asked the question, like, what did you guys do? Yeah. You know, what what was what's the trick? And I look at all three of you guys, yeah. I always say that the Houston kids, there's nobody that I know that's more humble, yeah. more sincere. I mean, Joel Houston is one of my favorite people in the whole <laughs> yeah. world. Benny is one of my closest friends. I think the world of all three of you. Right. And then to think, here's this global phenomenon, Hillsong Church, mm-hmm. and all three kids turned out normal mm-hmm. and in love with Jesus. What did what did your parents do? <laughs> I think it's exactly what you're saying. Yeah. It's exactly what my parents did. Just loved us. Yeah. Like I got some issues. You guys know. <laughs> But my parents just loved us. I think yeah. that's such a good word to parents today. And and we want to encourage you today. Whatever your kid's going through, if you will love them where they're at, that's God in our life. God loves us where we're at. Then I think that there's power in that. Hey, we're going to bring the um, the podcast to a conclusion. And uh, we're, we're, we're so grateful to have these guys on today. We love you guys. I'm going to ask uh, Peter to say a prayer for all of our listeners. And uh, hey, I'm really excited. Next week, we're starting a brand new series called The World of the generous out of John 3.16 the world of the generous can't wait to preach it getting ready for an awesome awesome series join us next week on the podcast but uh, to end us today is an incredibly handsome powerful (laughs) preacher that's the thing about podcasts a 49er fan a Clipper fan a man that is in love with Chicago and Georgia (laughs) and his kids and his wife hey uh, wherever you're at today we're believing that the best is yet to come for you we're speaking life and encouragement over you. Peter, why don't you pray and end our podcast. Lord, we just uh, thank you, God, for this time together. Father, we just thank you for every listener. God, you know their story. You know every detail. And God, I just speak blessing into their lives, into their workplace, Lord, into their studies, into their personal endeavors. Lord, every person that is listening right now, God, may this podcast bless them in more ways than one, God. Not just this week, but God, just whatever comes from Zoe Church, God, we just thank you, God, for such a time as this, God, that you're building something brand new in people's lives. Mm -hmm. And Father, I thank you that you're taking us from strength to strength, glory to glory, grace to grace. And I speak that over every listener. And I thank you for Chad and Julia, God. We just believe for your blessing on them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Well, we love you guys. We'll see you back next week on the podcast. Pop podcast. <laughs> and the pop. That's an Australian accent. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> on the podcast. We love you. Thanks for tuning into this week's podcast. We hope you are inspired and encouraged by the message. To get more information about Zoe Church, check out our website, www.zoechurch.org. Or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the newly added Snapchat under the handle Zoe Church LA. Have a blessed day.